Welcome uh, to a great, another great edition of Local Matters. I'm George Hawford, and boy, do we have another treat for our audience. Rafferty Cleary, uh, Monterey. We're going to focus on the eastern part of our county, Rafferty, and you, but mainly this show is first about you, uh, uh, interesting people who live, work, and serve in our region, uh, in our community, our county, our region of the Upper Cumberland, who daily contribute to the fabric of our community and daily make a difference. And uh, you are truly making a difference. Um, and I'm really, gr- really glad to really get to know you. That's one thing about this uh, what I'm doing now in, in retirement is I'm getting to go deeper and, and spend more time with people that I claim I know, and then I find out I really didn't know them. Yeah. So welcome to Local Matters, uh, Rafferty. George, I appreciate you having me. I'm thrilled to be here and looking forward to spending a little bit of time with you today. And my job is to be quiet and to ask yeah. questions, and I talk too much, and my wife tells me that every day, but I'm going to try. So I- so here we go. You're in the business of talking now, George. <laughs> it's like Larry Stone said. He said, George, it's about talking. Well, I said, well, I can yeah. do that, so we're going to go. Let's, I mentioned that. Let's, um, let's start at birth. Let's, let's go back. Okay. Don't spend a whole lot of time in high school. Yeah. But just let's, who are you and growing up in your childhood and your experiences and family and anything you want to talk, stories of, yeah. of growing up? Well, I was born uh, October 14th. 1991. You're a young guy. I'm a young guy. <laughs> I, I, 32 in a couple of weeks. That is young. I, I don't even remember 32. <laughs> in a town called Kingsport, Tennessee. Sure. sure. Uh, well known to, to most folks in the state, sure, I feel like. Sure. And a uh, wonderful place to grow up. I uh, went to, to great schools throughout my time in Kingsport. Uh, Lincoln Elementary, uh, named after Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Ross and Robinson Middle School, R and R as we called it, and then went to high school at Dobbins Bennett. Um, so I blessed Dobbins. I know that. Yeah, blessed to grow up in that town. Of course, a lot of folks who who think of Kingsport, I think Eastman Chemical Company oh. is what they think of the most, and then the Will Amit, which is the mm-hmm. the paper company there in Kingsport. And I like to tell folks that if it wasn't for Eastman or Will Amit, I, I don't know where I'd have been born at. And I think that's <laughs> I think that's the truth for anyone who was who was born in Kingsport and, and spent most of their life there. Uh, Eastman and, and Will Amit probably brought brought us brought us there. It employed a, a large base of the population, and uh, that's why folks were were in Kingsport. So um, blessed to grow up in a town like Kingsport. It was a well-ran city. Yes. Um, the community worked well with each other. And the school system did a tremendous job of of making sure that the students were involved in community. Mm-hmm. And um, that that's kind of made me who I am today. Of course, my, my parents and my family had a lot to do with who I am today as sure. well. Uh, blessed to have a good family um, that, that were there for me growing up uh, throughout my life, even still today. Um, so Kingsport's where I reign from, but I haven't been back there in quite some time. It's been well over 10 years, almost 15, really, since I've spent any cons- oh, yes. considerable amount of time there, uh, but so blessed to be from Kingsport. Brothers, sisters, uh, other family members? Uh... Got a brother who's a year and a half older than me. Yeah. Uh, he's married now and has has a five-year-old son and, How about and, and a stepson who just started high school. And so I'm I'm an uncle now. 
And um, is he in Kingsport? He is in Kingsport. Okay. Yeah, he he still lives in my enti- my entire family is still uh, in Kingsport. I'm the only one who kind of flew the nest and 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 departed yeah. and haven't came back yet. Uh, but do have a do have a brother? Uh, tremendous. We're, we're totally different. We don't look get, alike. We're, we don't that. act alike. We both <laughs> like sports. Fanatics oh, yeah. about sports, but. Uh, my brother's more of the guy that gets gets dirty. Uh, his job, he's a maintenance guy oh, yeah. at a big oh, yeah. plant, and oh, yeah. that was never me. He can use tools. I can't use tools, um, but we're there for each other, and that's what it's all about. You sound like the Halford family. Yeah, you, <laughs> The more you talk, that sounds so similar. Uh, so you leave, uh, left Kingsport, uh, went to continue your education, or went to work. T- talk about the next phase and. Well, if I to carry on with family real quick, because it it's a big part of why I, I I got away from Kingsport. You know, my I grew up and spent a lot of time with my grandmother, uh, Judy Davis is her name. Okay, and uh, I tell folks all the time I'm the luckiest person in the whole wide world because I've gone to to Maui. I have been in the the mountains of uh, the the Rocky Mountains. Uh, I have been on adventures been a- across country, but not really. Not really. <laughs> I say that because my, my grandmother taught me to dream big. Oh, and, yeah. And so oh, when yeah. I spent time in Kingsport with her, often we would go out on the back porch or we would go out in the yard, and maybe if we were falling asleep at night, she would make us pretend that we were at all these places. She painted the painted the picture, picture. And, oh, and, and felt oh. like you were you were there. I remember when we were children, she, she had uh, two chairs that she would uh, put side by side and then – Back behind them, two more chairs. She'd throw a, a blanket over top of it. That was a covered wagon. And so we'd go oh, on yeah. these excursions oh. across the country. And so she always instilled in me this this dream big attitude. Think, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And also, and it probably didn't work out for the best for me uh, later in life, but um, <laughs> do do whatever you want to do. I and, understand. And try no. to do it 100%. And yeah. so that's worked out well for me, and then it hasn't at the same time. So. <laughs> I, I wanted to get away. I wanted to go explore. I wanted to go see what was out there when I graduated high school. So I went to MTSU, MTSU. Mid- Middle Tennessee State sure, University. Great, yeah. Um, grew up. My dad was a, a news anchor for a period of his of his life and worked in radio. Mm-hmm. Did sports play by play for high schools and did some stuff at different universities in the Tri Cities and always wanted to be like Dad growing up. Um, grew up watching. Uh, news anchors, um, Scott Pelley, and oh. uh, some of the old ones, Edward R. Murrow, and <laughs> was fascinated by what Dad did at the TV station. And so I wanted to be in you television wanna... and radio. And Murfreesboro MTSU has got a fantastic program. So they I do. W- went they to do. MTSU and uh, spent four years there uh, in the media program and um, had, had a blast in college and um, landed a job right here right out of college at Stonecom Radio uh, and that's how I ventured into the Cookville well, I area. I wondered how you got here cuz I remember years ago uh seeing you around doing things and uh wow that's a great story. That's how I ended up here. You know we're going to we're going to continue on with that too Martin. and now you're he- let's go ahead and talk about you're here. Yeah. And let's let's start with the start of your career and your experiences in uh, Cookville, Putnam County, the Upper Cumberland. Uh, what? Just what? St- what started? Well, you know, a nervous time for someone who just graduates 
college and lands a, a job at a very, very reputable company yes. in Stonecom and working yes. for somebody like Larry Stone. I can remember had a girlfriend in Chattanooga when I was at MTSU and we go back and forth, um, Jasper area down. To, I took a yeah. long way to Chattanooga and sure. I would be traveling on a Sunday and I'd hear Larry's voice for Titans radio, you know, oh, yeah. legend, college. legend. And yeah. Getting that email and that phone call when you graduate from somebody like that, you're like, holy smokes, you know, and uh, met with him, got the job. And I think it was August or September. My my grandfather had had passed away and um, I I remember it was delayed starting here. And uh, what a tremendous opportunity it was. And I think all the people that I've got to know over this time in the Upper Cumberland, uh, important figures, um, shakers and movers, as I call them, in, in our community that mm-hmm. stretches not just Cookville, but, you know, all oh. the way down to Spencer and oh, yeah. up north to Salina and as far east as uh, Cumberland County and west of Smith County. Uh, I credit it for my time here at Stonecom and the way Larry led me, um, the way Larry taught me how to approach people. And um, I give a lot of that credit to Stonecom in my, my time here. So I, I helped start up the news department here for Stonecom Radio. Hmm. Um, led them through um, several different significant events, the ice storm in 2015, uh, the certain, tornado in 2020, certain. and then spent time covering um, different town meetings and events that occurred throughout a, what was it, six, close to seven-year period. Uh, about six years, actually, and uh, in 2020, I uh, had some some changes that occurred in my life, and had time to to get closer to God and to talk to, to some folks about, you know, um, is this what I want to keep doing for the rest of my life? And it wasn't. Um, and there's always been this community minded side to me. It comes from my mother and my grandfather. Uh, mm-hmm. They were always stressing to not just my brother and I, but a cousin who's almost like a sister to me that if we're not out making a difference in the community somehow, if we're not thinking about community first and what we can do to make it a better place to live, then what are we really doing in our life? And so I always, always uh, had this sense of community within me and uh, an opportunity came up the mountain in Monterey that would allow me to do something for a community and on a daily basis um, impact lives in a positive way, and so I took that opportunity, and that's that's where I've been ever since. That was about 2020, right after the tornado, actually, and yeah, yeah. here I am today. You know, there's a common thread. I we we've just really I've just started in the last several several weeks here, the community of faith, and what the Upper Cumberland re, uh, the stories. I, I've been accused by some people about having a faith-based ministry here. I hope it is. I mean, this mm-hmm. is what we do. We talk about things that matter. Uh, we're going to continue on, but thank you for sharing your faith. It, sure. It's uh, one of the main reasons we're here. Yeah. Uh, people who care, uh, God is still important, however you vision or, or worship him. So it's really a really good thing. We're going to... We're going to, I, I absolutely think uh, they got the right guy in Monterey. You, you're, your background, your, you've got, uh, you've got, and you got the heart, and I, I think that's probably the main thing. Anything else from your childhood uh, or growing up? Are you? I think I got a pretty good little picture. I, I'm sure that mom probably will be listening to this at some there point. You so go. it's an opportunity to tell her sorry for just <laughs> driving her insane throughout my youth. I've done that bunch. Um, but I won't go into detail about that. Right. 
Uh, George Hofford, privileged to be here with Rafferty Cleary, uh, Monterey, and we'll be back in just a second. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. George Hawford again with Rafferty Cleary, um, a new best friend that I'm really getting to know, a young friend that's just uh, really making a difference. Uh, and thank you uh, for what you're doing. Thank oh, you, thank you, I'm thank you. Uh, let's 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 keep uh, let, uh, moving on that, and um, let's talk about Monterey. Uh, okay. And let's talk about Monterey past and Monterey present, and then we'll eventually get to the future, but. I was all um, the, our mountain town. You heard me say that mm-hmm. the last time we met. It's, it's our mountain town, and, and the history of that place, and what what Monterey is. Monterey's on a roll right now, just like uh, our other towns. So we're it's our time. So let's talk about what you found um, and your initial experiences and stories of Monterey. Well, I can't picture myself George and I know we we try to live in the moment and not think too far in the future or anything about the past but it's hard for me to think about me not being a part of Monterey at any point in my life going forward I've been blessed there Um, things happened in my life and needed good folks in it and Monterey was there they showed Uh, up they showed up and um, they've been so good to me not just the um, elected officials, the folks that I, I work for technically, but the people of Monterey. Uh, I have good neighbors, good friends, and so you're uh, bought property, getting ready to build a yeah, house. I bought, think you're bought a house, and uh, you're a uh, native now. You're local. I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm embedded now, so I'm That's locked great. in for that the long haul. Uh, so just, I found a tremendous spot. I remember when I took the job in Monterey, the the newspaper did an article, and uh, Jim Heron asked me, well, "What, what, what in the world about Monterey?" And oh. uh, I made the comment, well, I think the mountains were calling me. You know, I'm an Upper East Tennessee boy. I was, I was oh, yeah. I 800, mean, what, 800 feet up from here? Or yeah, say it's, 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 a, it's up there, man. Same 18, elevation as Gatlinburg? Yeah, I think that's right. That's it. it. It's, it's actually a, higher than Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge in some in spots. A, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 1,900 feet. Some say 2,000. We say 2,000. We, yeah, we well, chamber folks uh, round it off. Round it up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I think, I think it was that. I, I truly did. I, I remember stopping in Monterey on my way back and forth from college and feeling like I, something in this town. I go to the Dairy queen didn't know anything about the town but just always felt comfortable in that town yep, yep. and uh that's how i feel now super comfortable um and it's it's that that mountainous 
it's atmosphere up there. No, and, it, and so it, yeah. it, it couldn't ask for a better place to live. And, you know, we get more snow, and people think I'm crazy, but I'm a winter fan. I'm, oh, I'm thoroughly you. enjoying the change of seasons right now because <laughs> we're getting closer to, to having snow. Uh, my grandmother would say, you know, well, hopefully you get one that's butt deep to a giraffe. That's that's how much snow that she likes, and so that's what I'm hoping for this year. So, that's great. I, you know, I'm, I'm in a great place to live, and there's so many good opportunities on the horizon for this town and so many things that are in motion right now that are, that are just going to change the city um, forever uh, in a great positive way, and I'm looking forward to being a part of it. You know, you've got – leadership you've got excitement I, you can feel it one can feel it I, i've been watching and following you from afar not afar down down the hill but you can sense it when i visited with you you can feel it and uh talk about some of the some of the thing big things that's going to really is making a difference in monterey projects that you've been involved in or leading with your team well, I think I think the biggest project, and I'm not so much involved in it, but I like to talk about it because it, it is going to impact Monterey from a developmental standpoint and from a growth standpoint uh, quite a bit once it's completed. The town is in the process of uh, we're at the finish line of constructing a brand new wastewater treatment facility sure. in Monterey. Big, and, big, and, and people think, well, that's that's boring, and but it's been talked about it, for years. Oh yeah, hey, I mean, I can and, remember. And, and where Monterey has gone from an infrastructure standpoint, I and mean, specifically in terms of wastewater and stormwater, from let's say 2010 mm-hmm. to now, it it should be. It, it should be in a rule book somewhere or, or a, pol- a manual on how to do it the right way. Yeah. And so here we are building this new wastewater treatment facility, and it's going to allow 20% more volume. It's wow. going to be able to treat more pollutants than our current technology can. And, and it comes at a really good time where a couple of years ago the town got an Appalachian Regional Commission grant, and they put sewer and water lines underneath the exit 300 that's overpass. been a dream for a long time. And so everyone knows about the development off the interstate at 301, but to be able to mimic that at 300 is going to be a huge deal for our town. It, it could be hotels. It could be in the form of gas stations, well, restaurants. It will be. It, yeah, will, it be. will be. And so that that's that's really, really big for the town of Monterey. The other thing that I think is going to be a game changer for us, not necessarily in five years or ten years, it may take it 30 years, uh, but it's here right now, and we get to we get to use it how we can at the moment because it's in its infancy. But that's the the development of Meadow Creek Park. Yes, uh, yes, and and it's three hundred ten acres um, sits on the former side of a coal mine, the very last coal mine to operate in the town of Monterey. It shut down the in the history late seventies. And a ninety acre lake within that, and truly has the ability to be one of the premier outdoor destinations oh. in the entire Upper Cumberland, if not the state, if it's developed it's, it's, the right it's way. It's a mountain lake. Yeah. And I mean, how, just think about it. I mean, yeah. with everything else, the rail trail, which we'll come back to. Sure, sure. Connectivity. Uh, yeah. Well, that's right. I'm here with a great name, Rafferty Cleary, uh, doing great things in Monterey, and uh, let's continue on. We're, uh, so where are we in the stage with the lake? Where are we in the... Well, about two years ago, coming up on it, the town contracted with a a company out of Los Angeles, California, called the Olin Studios, O-L-I-N Studios. They're a landscape architect uh, company. 
And I got I got contacted by one of their leading partners, and he had been stumbling across some news articles in this area. I don't know if he was searching for projects or possibilities uh, for for that company. That at the time they had never done a Tennessee project before, and uh, he had seen where this town called Monterey had worked with Tennessee Tech University to rebrand, which we had done. Um, we we developed a new logo through that project with Tech and and developed a list of assets and determined how we wanted to see ourselves marketed going forward. And he goes, I think we could maybe look at doing a master plan of this this Meadow Creek place you all are talking about in the news. And not only that, we'll we'll give you a discounted price just because we want to be involved in your community. It's rural. It's important to us. We want a Tennessee project. We want to show you what we can offer. Then they can use that. Boom. So there we are. They came in, spent spent almost a year developing this master plan. We got it on the books. And so we're just knocking these projects off as we go. The one that we're on right now that's the biggest piece of the whole master plan puzzle is connectivity. It's a 13-mile trail that loops around the entire lake that is and that's going to tie the whole park all together and so we've got about almost nine miles of trail done at this point um hope to have the whole 13 mile loop done probably by the end of next year um but there you know we've opened up uh, a kayak and mountain bike rental shop the whole partnering with outdoor experience in cookville um heather what a great oh heather call is just an amazing top draw top draw She's she's top of the line. That's a shaker and mover, as I like to call yeah. them in this community. Um, we've there's all kinds of ideas that that could come out of this this uh, master plan. We'd like to put a fire tower out there. We'd like to put some zip lining courses, some adventure obstacle courses out there, and we're we're in the process of working on those, talking to some folks, trying to make it happen. Um, but right now, in its infancy, and so we're just we're just chopping away s- just small pieces at a time. The outpost and the rental shop was one piece of the puzzle, and then completing this trail is the next big piece of the puzzle because the trail ultimately ties everything all together. We're going to come back after the break. Rafferty, Rafferty, Cleary, uh, Monterey. I want to hear more. I'm so excited about our mountain town. George Hawford, back in just a few minutes. George Hawford with Rafferty Cleary, uh, local matters, and I hope you can tell I'm excited, Rafferty. I'm so excited about our, our mountain town. And uh, the warm reception my uh, my family received um, uh, when we moved here some 20 years ago, and uh, it's real, and uh, yeah. it, it shows, and it, we're talking about back to the future. Yeah. We're, we're, Monterey, Monterey used to be the epicenter of a, the rail. The Talk about that, the history and well, that we, part before we go back to the current. We, we know how to treat our outsiders. And yeah. we treat them well you when do. they come yeah. in. And I think that's why we're seeing so much success right now. Our, our, our numbers from a tourism standpoint are up, George, and talking about that's who we are. That's who we've always been. We've Go been a back destination. To yeah, we've always been a destination. Um, people don't realize that Monterey was a resort town, and, and not just a resort. It was a premier resort town in the state of Tennessee it in was. its early days, all the way up really to the 40s and 50s. And – I, my personal opinion, and folks may be listening to this and they think you're crazy, but why can't we be that again? Of course. You're, there, you're, there's you're, no reason why we can't. We've got the same assets that we had back in the nineteen early 1900s. Nothing's and gone And you've got away. an interstate now with 50,000 people it, coming And we've up got the interstate. <laughs> and the railroad's still there. And the same natural resources that were here 
are still here. Natural beauty that God has given us and has 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 provided us forever oh, is still here. You mentioned uh, coals, their sand mines, the hard t- the timber. I mean everything at the. I mean, yes, it is. It's there for the retaking or the cool. rebirth, and that's what what we're doing. What you're cool. doing, yeah, cleaner air. You know, uh, yeah. cooler temperatures. The same reasons that brought people in long time ago. It's all still here. You know. We may not have seven hotels at one time like like Monterey did. At one time, seven hotels in operation at once. But we can be a resort town again. We can be that destination town. We just got to keep doing what we're doing. We're on a great path right now. Going back to being who you are. Yeah. yeah. The, the re- this, I heard this story about restaurants. You had restaurants up there that didn't close. No. Because you had the rail. It was a rail center. The railroad changed their their basically the departures to work around the restaurant that was up at the Imperial Hotel because in, in no and this is a Del Welch story but folks in Cookville don't get offended but it was because folks liked eating at the Imperial restaurant <laughs> more than they did at the Shanks Hotel. And yeah. so um But there's two two really great hotels. That, sure. Absolutely. And and I know there's a vision, a dream. I know the the, the hotel is privately owned and yeah. but one day one day, hopefully, to restore that hotel was, right there on the rail, yeah. Monterey. Yeah, those conversations occur periodically with the private owner, and maybe one day we'll get to a point where maybe the city has ownership of it or some type and of y'all have dealings tried. with it, I or mean, the state even. It doesn't yeah. have to be the city, but you know the conversations have been had, and we'll see what happens going well, the, forward. Well, the Bible talks about the fullness of time, and in the fullness of time, that'll happen. I, 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 believe, I believe that. that. Let's go back to these projects. Uh, the anything else on the on, on our lake and uh, that you're that you're uh, it's exciting. Well, I mean. Lakes a work in progress and and will continue to be so for years and years and years. Uh, we've got a great plan. Uh, we tackle them as as resources in the form of money becomes available and um, so that that is what it is. Um, B Rock, yeah, course. yeah. Let's talk about B Rock. Uh, yeah. City owns it now. Ten point six five acres. That is great. It's ours to develop and to market and to uh, present to the public at large, and we are doing that right now. I'm really excited about working with Tennessee Tech on an economic impact analysis of B Rock. So, what impact is it having economically oh. to the community of Monterey? We'll find out that in December. It's been a six month study. We can tell you that we've had um, close to seven thousand visit B Rock just in the past twelve months. Seven. So that's that's a, that's a large number for, for that, in its infant stage in terms of what doubles, marketing more than doubles their population. Um, so yeah. that's that's a tr- that's a tremendous thing, and uh, it is a symbol. Yeah, I mean, all the brochures historically, B Rock is the has been sort of the brand for Putnam County. Yeah, I mean, it's the one you see with the majestic views. And well, when we rebranded, yeah. That's our logo. That's that, that, of course. That's of our course. logo. It's B-Rock. So that's that's what we want. We're thinking about some billboard um, campaigns uh, in Crossville and down the mountain in Cookville to get folks off the interstate to B-Rock. So we're so happy that it's ours and we can market it and, and use it to our benefit. Monterey has also recently uh, approved an occupancy tax rate, and folks are listening and are like, well, how is that going to be beneficial to Monterey? Well, we've got a hotel right off 40, and – we started collecting this tax just three months ago, and we're getting about two thousand dollars a month off occupancy tax. And so you, you bankroll that. I mean, you yeah. you build a, a a fund, yeah, and you self sustain your tourism yeah. uh, initiatives in town. And so that's the point of that. And 
I, I told somebody we'll take twelve more two thousand dollar checks so we can <laughs> so we can fund our tourism projects and not have to rely solely on the town's general fund so we can keep paving roads and uh, getting those infrastructure projects marked off and 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 it, it just makes sense. It's the right thing to do an occupancy tax for any town that's out there in the, oh, in the state of Tennessee. People are used to paying it. It's a part part of it and. We're far enough away from Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga. People are traveling long distances. It's a great place to spend the night, spend yep. time, and at a much cheaper rates than hotels. Sure. Than, can you imagine and Nashville? It, yeah. It's a nice hotel. We've got Bell Ridge Campground as well that we've got. A, and you're going to get more. And Airbnbs as well. And I, I want us to have time to talk about the the rail trail, George. Um, Please. Monterey just landed a $1.2 million TAP grant, Transportation wow. Alternatives Program. And what that's going to do is it's going to allow us to expand our portion of the rail trail that we've got in town um, out towards Woodcliffe Road, and it'll create a loop throughout our entire town. Uh, to begin with, and then you're going to. Yeah. And and so Monterey, of course, we, we backed out of the rail trail authority, but we have done our part to build our portion of rail trail throughout town, and we can now say that we have nearly gone from city limit to city limits from one end to the other. And then one day you're talking about go- going to the lake. And We'd love to see it go to Meadow Creek and, and tie can, in with 13 yeah. miles of trail and go all the way down to Buffalo Valley if oh we my. could ever do That's it. Right. That's right. That's right. That's where know? we're going. And it's a, it's a, it's a 30 to 40 mile vision. Unbelievable. And uh, I, it's, one, it, it's one of the biggest things we're working on long term. I, I, I agree with that. Uh, probably most important long-term project as well. I know we got friends Virginia Creeper there. Everybody mm-hmm. talks about it. they had a hundred. They have a hundred and forty, fifty thousand visits every year. They th- more than that, really, and that is a huge tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to have a, a super duper Virginia Creeper. It will with, be done with eight hundred foot elevation change with a railroad. I mean, it the future is great on that. I'm. I'm you can tell I'm really excited about that. And it's, a lot of, it's going to happen. It's just how soon and when and how, and uh, and we'll get there. But uh, you're downtown. You were sharing with me earlier about uh, Main Street. What you're doing now with a with a historic downtown? It's coming along. Um, we've had some tremendous investments made in the form of small businesses from some some truly great citizens in the town of Monterey. Um, John and Lindsay Phillips are one that mm-hmm. come to mind. Julie Christensen and her husband, Brian. Of course, so many other people. Bill Wiggins, of course, with his building in downtown. He's, and, a, he's, a, he's a treasure, isn't he, for that end of the camp? Our, just a our, blessing. Isn't he? I love Bill. Just a blessing. Witty as he can be. <laughs> Jor, uh, gentleman Jorge, who owns uh, manages Los Agaves, they, they mm-hmm. did a wonderful job remodeling the old cup and saucer building. Yep. So the investments are coming, and I like to think the investments are coming because of the progress they're seeing throughout the rest of town. There's sure. some buy-in there, and so it's again, it's a it's a small some small incremental movements, but we're getting there, and it's just a lovely downtown. It's tied together with the Imperial Hotel, the rail trail system, the connectivity in Monterey is off the charts. You can get to any part of town you want to by walking, by by enjoying. Um, nature and you know we we provide a pretty good quality of life i like to think excellent makes a strong community and a better community and your location i mean just the location and your your uh residential areas uh i mean in the mountains and uh, it's a it's a 
It's a great time to be in Monterey. It is. Folks just need to remember that when you come up, <laughs> it's all downhill from there, though. It's all downhill it's, uh, from there. Yeah. That is great. Uh, we've got just a couple of minutes left. Anything else you want to talk about or share on the future or the present? Uh, I not not future or present you know i'm i'm just i'm glad to wake up every day and to try to tackle something new for this town and for the region because what we do in monterey that's positive is good for cookville it's good for baxter it's good for putnam county it's good for the upper cumberland and so to be able to be a part of that i'm just blessed the the lord has 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 done tremendous things with me uh, and i'm so grateful for that and i i I guess i just want to take the time to just say thank you to everyone that's that's had a part in me being up there in Monterey um and and all the it's a team effort you hear Randy Porter talk about that all the time great and great leader and and I'm county commission uh, sure yeah great team great team but you know I I team effort is the key word here and and I I get all kinds of thank yous and 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 congratulations but I always tell folks like I, I don't I'm just I'm just this small part and we've just got tremendous team a tremendous team in Monterey uh, from top to bottom. Um, our business owners are wonderful people. Our church congregations oh, from one end to the faith. other are are off the charts. Steve Looper is just a tremendous asset for the town of Monterey, who's the pastor at Hope in Christ. Our schools, Bree Wheeler, Heather Tinch, and the way they educate, of course, first and foremost. But they do such a wonderful job of getting those kids out in the community and helping them understand who we are and how they can be a part of making us a better town. So I just want to make sure those people know that how thankful I am. Right after I blew it, the, our, our Native American culture. I've only got 30 seconds or so, and I, I blew it a while ago because I love the, the Cherokee heritage. I, I know we don't have time to even – well, you have Dale Welch on one day. And we'll hit- bring Dale on, and we'll. That is one of the things I went. I went to that festival every year for because it's uh, oh, it's special. The Cherokee Indians, uh, yeah, uh, the, the and the Standing Stone, Standing Stone in the history there. Uh, we could go on and on, but George Hawford and Rafferty Cleary, and uh, what a great day! And uh, local matters. Thank you again, Rafferty. Thank you.